The Eddie B. Sit edition, an audio series of the Talmud Bavli. Masechet Babakama has been generously sponsored in our Dafyumi program by our good friend and patron and charter member of our Dafyumi class, Siyahu Ashar HaKohen and his dear wife, Rina, that Dazat Hashem, they will have continued Hatzlacha, Harvacha, Bechol, Maaseh, Yedehem, Biriut, Health, Happiness, Prosperity, and much Nachat from their children. May they enjoy many years of Shalom, Bayit, uh, Tranquility, and Peace of Mind. Amen, Amen. And we are one, two, three, four lines from the bottom. Tanya, we have a brighter ben Ayin tachat ayin. It says eye for an eye in the pasuk mamon. So we know that's referring to mamon, money. So Gemara says, ata omer mamon. You say it's money. Maybe it means eye for an eye. Maybe it means actual eye. Amar, Let's say the guy damaged, the guy was a big eye. And the damager has a small eye. How am I going to fulfill the bazook? They're already different, different size eyes. So in that case, I'll say you pay money. But in the cases where the eyes are the same size, maybe you pay uh, eye for an eye. It's got to be an even law. You cannot start saying, this guy pays an eye, this guy pays money. It's got to be across the board. So the government says, what's the question? No, maybe you don't look at the eye, you look at the vision. By blinding him, bottom line, you took away vision in one eye, so you take away vision in one eye. That's Mishpatahat. So maybe means eye for an eye, and don't, don't judge the size of the eye, look at the result of the damage, and that's considered the vision. Because if you're not going to say this, meaning you have a, a, a midget. That killed a, uh, a big guy. He's a gadol. The midget's also. He's chayav. He's, he's, he's a small little guy. So he killed a big guy. Right? The gadol shall get the gadol. The opposite. A gadol killed a uh, midget. Hechi katninan le. How you gonna kill him? HaTorah amra mishpat achat yelachem. Mishpat ashaveh lekulachem. And therefore, what's, what's the problem over here? How you gonna kill him? Because he's big and he's small. Right, because the different sizes over there. Yeah. Right? Because it says in the Pesuk, Nefesh Tachat Nefesh. So she's going to tell me what? That it's, 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 you can't kill uh, this guy because you're killing him, uh, uh, he's bigger, uh, or he's smaller. So uh, uh, what are you going to do in such a case? And, and you're not going to say, oh, you only kill when they're equal, and when they're not equal now, because the Torah says, Mishpat Tachat. So what's the Pshat then? Why it doesn't matter the size of the person that got killed? You took his neshama, we take your neshama, we don't care about the size. 
Therefore, I can learn ayin ta'at ayin, really eye for an eye. You took the eye, and uh, you take the eye. Okay? So who says it's money? Correct. You tried to bring an ayah. Eye for eye is money. Uh, if that's your ayah, I could argue with you. Continue. Again, you say it's money. Back to the story. Let's say a guy was blind already. And he blinded somebody. What do you do to him? Kiteya, he already didn't have an arm. Vikita, and he cut somebody's arm off. Hagir, he already was lame. Vihagir. Right? So what are you gonna say? Oh, in that case over there, it's money. But in other cases, you pay uh, uh, eye for an eye. Again, Amre says, which means where it's possible. It's possible. Which means where it's possible, go for an eye for an eye. So that all cases are going to be equal. Which means, and maybe, maybe they go with Patur. Which means, could be only when the guy could fulfill eye for an eye. That's what the Torah says. And if the guy doesn't have an eye already, so maybe he will be Patur. And then it's Mishpat Shaveh. Which means, either you take eye for an eye, or you take nothing. That's uh, not this guy you get payment, this guy you get money. No, it's Mishpat Shaveli Kulechem. When it's viable, it's eye for an eye in all cases. When it's not viable, there's no payment. That's Mishpat Shaveli Kulechem. You're not splitting the case. Sometimes you pay an eye, sometimes you pay money. Maybe that's the Pshat. And the Gabbana proves it that that should make sense. Why? The ego Temahachi, because you're not going to say this. Terefa Shearakit Hashanim. Let's say you have a person that is a, a Terefa. What does it mean? He himself is a Terefa. He has a, a wound, a blemish in him that renders him a terefa. Let's say he would not, he would not live for more than uh, 12 months. Okay, and he killed a, a, a healthy guy, a shalim. My avdin and le. What are you going to do to him over here? Which is, what are you going to say over here? The terefa that killed a, a, a shalim, Rashi. Hai gavra katilahu. With this guy already is dead. The guy that killed is a dead man. When you're going to testify against this guy, right? Two witnesses come along and say, "We saw Reuven kill uh, Shimon." Reuven is a terefa. This type of testimony would never be accepted in Beit because it's testimony that is not subject to the law of hazama. Why? Okay. Let's say these two witnesses over here were lying on Reuven. Right? Two other witnesses come along and say, "You were with us." Would we kill it? Would, would we kill these two witnesses? No, because they were trying to kill somebody that was dead already. A terifah, we consider him dead already. So we have a law. A deen that you cannot subject to the law of hazama is not considered an edut. So therefore, in this case over here, a terifah that kills a, uh, 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 a shalema, we know we're not going to do anything. And still what? Which means, in in the case where the guy is a terefa and a khanami, that's no ifshar, patur. But in the case where it's ifshar, we'll kill him. Same thing over here. Where the guy has an eye, hechad ifshar, 
Take out his eye. Well, he doesn't have, well, he's blind already. No, he's shy, so therefore it'd be potato. Just like you do it by murder. In case where it's not, if Shadi gets off the hook, because and when it's possible, so you kill the murderer. So therefore, you have no da'aya, maybe I'll tell you, ayin tahtayin really is. Eye for an eye, maybe it's literal. So again, what I said, the Beit Bishma'el Tana, we have in the Tabit Baraz of Bishma'el, another subject on this, Amar Kena, Ken Yinatin Bo. So the guy, guy gives a boom to his friend. Kinyinatinbo. Right? So too it'll be given to him. So again, what I says, the end nitina elamamon. So when it says the word nitina, it's referring to what? And nitina meaning it's a compensation of money. It's a money uh, he has to pay. Okay? Oh, so you're learning when it says yitin in the pasuk, yitin is money? Ka'ashir yitin mum be'adam. When it says in the pasuk, Now he's giving a mum. Oh, maybe you'll tell me the yitin he's giving is what? Meaning what? You damaged him monetarily? Which is, We understood what? Give him a blemish. But now you tell him, oh, yitin is money. So he gave him a monetary damage? So get what I says. Now we have extra derashaya. Why? What does it say? The ishki yitin mum ba'amito. Guy gives a mum to his friend. Kashir asa ken yaselo. Like he did, they do tim. Ken yinatin bo lamali. Which means we have another pasuk. You gotta go all these pasukim over here. Uh, one pasuk is in Vayikrach Abdal Pasuk Kaf. And one is Pasuk Yitit. What the Pasuk... Two Pasukim back to back to each other. I'll read you the both Pasukim so you understand what's going on here. The Ishki Yitin Mum Ba'amito Kashir Asa Ken Ya'aselo. And the next Pasuk says, Kashir Yitin Mum Ba'adam Ken Ya'atelo. We read two Pasukim. One says, like he did, they do to him. And then it says, like he did, that's what I give him. So therefore, what do you need? Kashir Ya'aselo and Kashir Yinatin. Shema Mina Mamon. Oh, it's coming to teach me what? That the Kashiri Yase is really referring to Nitina, which is money. Oh, Kashiri Yitin Mumba Adam Lamali. Oh, so what are we in that Pasuk for? Already you told me the Pasuk that says, the Ishki, it says already in the Pasuk, Kashiri Yitin, it says, the Ishki Yitin Mumba Amito, in Pasuk after Yutet. It says, the Ishki Yitin Mumba Amito. What do I need another Pasuk that says, Kashiri Yitin Mumba Adam? How that stupid school are teaching me? The same thing. I need the same thing. Can you not tell me? Ketiv nami kashir yitin mum be'adam. The Gemara says, you're right. Since already it said, can you not tell It will also kashir yitin mum be'adam. Because in that, in that pasuk, in pasuk yud, in pasuk chaf, it says, kashir yitin mum be'adam, can you not tell The main derashah in this pasuk is kashir yitin, the main part is can you not tell To teach me what? You not tell is that it's money. So what's ready? We said yinatin. Oh, wrote the first one also. Kashir yitin mum be'adam. But the main thing is according to the Bishma'el, this derasha is from the word nitina. That what it is indeed a monetary payment. Good. Deber bichiyatana. Amar kira mopesukim yad beyad. Okay, well, let's get this pasuk good. It says lo tachos enecha nefesh benefesh ayin beayin shen b'shen yad beyad regel beregel. It's in the barim. Okay. Hand for hand. Oh, so the Gabbana Zoresh. Not hand for hand. 
An item that's transferred from hand to hand. Now, this person was talking about Evzomim, by the way. Yes. He was not talking about a damage. He was talking about the guy who came into bed, the testified, so-and-so uh, damaged his friend. Two witnesses come along and say, what do you mean? You were with us. So therefore, those two witnesses now have to pay what they were trying to do. They were trying to take the guy's hand. They said he damaged the hand. So therefore, it says, Yad be Yad. They pay something that is transferred from hand to hand. If they testified against the guy that he cut his friend's hand off, So you see what? The damage payment for hand is what? Money. So we didn't tell me, regel is also, is also that? Could that, you, that you, foot to foot, foot, foot what's that mean? Hand to hand, you can say it's money. But regel to regel, what do you mean? You know, you pay, 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 pay money with, with, your, with your feet? Amre, the better be, yeah, kray yitera kadarsh. Today we have an extra dirasha over here, extra words. Mechti, kiti ba'asi timdot, kashir zemam nasot ha'chiv. It says in the pasuk, what? You do to the edim, so mean what they try to do to, 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 to his brother. Now, if you're going to learn that it's mamash, what they tried to do, yad be yad, lamali. What do you have to tell me yad be yad? We know that already. mamon. Which means from the extra pasuk yad, it's extra. I don't need yad be yad. Because it says very vasitim lo kashizam You do what uh, he tried to do. He tried to do mamash. So therefore, superfluous yad be yad. And that must be yad be yad. It's extra to teach you what it is indeed. Money. So you us, okay, good. But then what about the rest of the pasuk? Regal regal amani. I didn't ketiv yad beyad. Ketiv regal regal. No, like we said above. Once already, you tell me yad beyad. So to keep the pasuk flowing, regal regal all that. But really, there's no derasha on those words. Abaye Omer. Abaye comes along and says another derasha. Atya, not a proof. Atya, we know it. Medetani debe haskia. Medetanya debe haskia. Ayin tachat ayin nefesh tachat nefesh. It says, eye for an eye. Right? And life for a life. Velo nefesh ve'ayin tachat ayin. And not a nefesh ve'ayin for an eye. It's eye for an eye. Nefesh and nefesh. But not both for one. What is that referring to? So the Bible is going to explain. V'yisal kadadak mamash. And if you're going to tell me that what? Eye for eye means literal. Literally. Zemnin demashkachat le ayin ve'nefesh. I can give you a case where a guy knocks out his eye, and it'll be really literal. You have to give him two punishments. How? He's trying to blind him. The guy's neshama went out. So there he was damaging intention to blind him. At the time that he blinded him, he's killed him also. So therefore, the pasuk comes and tells me what? Oh, ayin, tahat ayin. Velo ayin, venefesh tahat Ayin. So Yavarah says, because if you're going to tell me it's mamash, eye for eye, yeah, I, I would have a scenario that I would think that, that I need a dirashat to come and exclude and say, you don't get both. Yeah. So therefore it's a proof that well, maybe I find is indeed literal. Yeah. So comes Yavarah and says, well, my kushya, what, what, what does that mean? What, 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 that, that's not a, a question over here, which is really, I'll tell you, let's, let's go back again. Let's go back again to the dirashat, it's a reverse. So reverse. According to Abaye, came along and said, "I tatai, I for an eye." That's uh, one person. Nevesh ta'ah nevesh, soul for soul. Velo nevesh ve'ai ta'ah, which means the chovel is not obligated to pay for the eye plus the uh, nevesh. Ela the nevesh alone and the eye in 
uh, alone, which is he pays for the ayin. Visa, if you're going to tell me it's mamash, that's eye for eye is mamash, then do what I mean. I give you a case. I can tell you that he has to pay for both. In a case where, let's say, as he was blinding him, he uh, knocked his, uh, he killed him at the same time. Eli comes and Abayen comes along and says, no, it's eye for an eye, meaning it's money. And nefesh for nefesh, obviously, uh, if he killed him, so it's nefesh for nefesh. But there would no be no habamina to say that it would be more than that. It's only a monetary payment. So comes the Gibran and says, well, my kusha, well, what's the problem? Really, I could tell you it's eye for an eye. Uh, so you can ask me a question. What do you mean? Eye for an eye. Maybe at the time you're going to kill him, you're going to take his uh, life. So what are you going to do in that case over there? So he says, Dilma which means like this. Let me, let, me, let me be clear for you. Let's say the guy knocked out his friend's eye. Okay? So we're saying it's mamon. Let's say it was literal. Knock out the guy's eye. Now let's say, by knocking out the guy's eye, you're going to kill him. The damager. The damager. Eh, whatever it is, he's going to die by taking out his eye. Torah comes along and says, no, 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 no. I ain't Nefesh ta'at nefesh. Separate items. But not if you take an eye, you don't do both. Okay? So the Gebarah says, and if you're going to tell me that it's uh, that's literal, so how are you going to have a case over here? You have a case what? Where the guy knocked out his eye, and he's going to knock out his eye in the nefesh. Ella must be talking about the case, talking about where you're paying mamon. Give me a case over here where you're going to do both. So comes the Gebarah and says, no, I'll take the case. The case is talking about the uh, I mean the matzimika. Oh, so talking about where you gave him an umdena. Was an umdena? You uh, assess them, which means before you take out the guy's eye, you assess. Can the guy handle it? If the guy can handle it, good. Take his eye out. If the guy cannot handle it because you think he's going to die as a result, then you don't do it. I'll tell you, is literal, mamash, and uh, you make an assessment before. So the Gemara says the e amdinan the matzimika bel. <laughs> so the Gibran says, let's say he assessed him. And the guy that told you, you know what? He can handle it. Okay, he can handle the eye gouging. And that's going to happen. When it ends up happening, he died as a result. Now, what are you going to tell me now? If he dies, uh, let him die? What's the uh, Gibran's question over there? Because you assessed that he wasn't able to handle it. Right, which means, how are you going to assess it over here? Which means, if the guy dies, uh, uh, you, you did a life and an eye. Right. And an eye. Bottom line, you did both. The Gabbard says, you can't do both. Let's say he made a mistake in the assessment. Or you assessed him one way, and something else happened to him. What's the case of Malkut? Let's say they gives a guy from a certain amount of Malkut. The doctor has to come in first and assess him, that he's able to handle it without dying. They assessed him, and then he died. Ta'ajado, patur. So the Rabbi is going to the, 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 the one that uh, 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 did the Malkut is patur from Galut, which means you cannot learn over here that the payment is a monetary payment. Let's go review this last uh, uh, whole uh, derasha. All, the, all these beraitot all have one thing in common. We want to prove that what eye for an eye is money, and the Gemara comes along and rejects it and challenges it. So let's see this challenge over here. Gemara started off in this beraita. It's a haskiyah, actually. It's an eye for an eye, and nefesh for tahat nefesh. And what was the derasha? Velo nefesh ve'ayin tahat ayin. But not two things for the eye that he knocked out. Yeah. Oh. So the Gemara said again, I'm reading again. 
V'yislak hazadak mamash. And if you tell me that my wife and I is literally speaking, zimnin demashkachat la ayin v'nefesh tachat ayin. Right? I have a case of ayin v'nefesh tachat ayin. In which case? The time that he blinded him, nafka leh nishmeteh. That is nishama went out. And that's going to be a problem. Because now already you transgressed what the Torah said. So therefore must be, it's monetary. Because if you're going to go with that much gouging, it's possible that you're going to gouge the guy and he's going to die. And then what? You transgress the Torah. Ah, so it must be it's money. Who said? Maybe it's talking about where we assess them first. Before we take the guy's eye, we assess him. If he's going to he can handle it uh, or not. My kushak. Wait. And let's say you assessed him and he still died. Didn't we learn by Malkut? And therefore, you cannot bring it that it's Mamon. Really, I'll tell you, it could be it is indeed. And what? We're talking about you made an assessment. And if the guy died, the guy died. Just like my Bakud, if the guy dies, the guy dies. So I'm not worried about your concern. Your concern was what? Oh, can't be. And I said, the guy dies. He tries to get the Torah. Let him die. You assess him. And the guy's be patur. So I get back to the square one. Maybe it's literal. No, that's good. That's good. Then only do I. Yeah. Then, then do nothing. Then, then do nothing. It's patur. Because I die is literal. So it'll be mishpatahat. When you can do it, like we said, you do it. When you can't do it, you can't do it. Right? If shalom, if shalom. Comes the says, "Levzavid mishemed ravamar amar kera." Continue giving the derashot over pesa tachat pasa. What's that mean? Wound for a room. Liten saar bimkom nezek. Or from the word pesa tachat pasa, we don't know the That what? Even though you paid for the arm, let's say. Like we said in the Mishnah. You have to pay for the pain as well. Since already, burn for a burn. Which means the Pasuk actually says, All these words are extra. Bottom line, whatever you did, you're going to get so the extra words of Pesach Tachapasa, we learned that what? Even though you paid for the arm, you also have to compensate him for the pain. The Tzah. And if you say, well, you guys, the, the guy knocked the guy's eye off. So you take his eye out. Take his eye out. What are you talking? <laughs> what does he have to pay for the Tzah for? He got it. Well, you took his eye out, he also got the same Tzah. Yeah. If you're learning it literal, the tzad is there when, they, when you gouge the guy's eye out. Which means, it depends. Could be a guy's a little more delicate or finicky. He has more tzad. Another guy uh, does not have uh, uh, more tzad. So if we have to make uh, 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 an assessment of it, as she says, Right? Continue one more line to give on you have to pay him the difference over here. Which means, let's say, the guy uh, 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 gouged somebody's eye out. Oh, you gave him saw. Oh, you got to gouge the other guy's, uh, the damage's eye out. Oh, and he has to pay for saw. What do you have to pay for saw for? 
Because it could be the tzar, he doesn't get tzar, this guy. And therefore, we'll have to compensate the difference uh, of the tzar that he gave in the tzar that he got. But in economic, I can tell you really, it's literal. And the money that we set for the tzar is the difference. Right? The many minute. So again, all rejecting. Every time we're trying to prove that it's mamon, the Gemara goes back and says, no, it still could be literal. What do we learn from that? Even though you paid for the nizik, you still have to pay for the guys. Doctor's bills. If you're learning which means, what does that mean? If you're doing already, you're knocking the guy's eye out, you paid it already. Just like he pays medical bills, you're going to pay medical bills. Your own medical bills. Your own medical bills. So therefore, you compensate it, but you, you're, you're getting punished for that. Mm-hmm. So therefore, it cannot be literal. Ella must be talking about money. That's why you have to pay the guy's medical bills. If you're doing it to him, he, he's, got to, he, he's got to pay for the doctors as well. My mm-hmm. that's not a question. Which means, some guys heal better, some guys don't heal better. Okay. Quicker. As she says, he has my head. The mind of Again, it's very different. Which is really, I'll tell you, it's eye for an eye. This guy damaged the guy's eye. He's slow healing. It's cost him $10,000 to repair it. This guy, they, 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 they gouge the damages eye out. Yeah, he has good healing. Only cost uh, 4000 That's what I'm saying. But I'll pay the pick. I'll pay the 6000 difference. But maybe he really is eye for an eye. Oh, so now we give the final proof, because all these proofs over here were rejected. So Rabbi Sheikh Kazongan says, Atya, Tachat, Tachat, Min, Shor. We have a Gezer Ashava, Tachat, Tachat, from Shor. Ketivachat, says by Adam HaMazik, Wachovim, Ayin, Tachat, Ayin. Tachat, it says, right? Uchtivatam, it says over there by a Shor, that damaged the Shor. Shalem, Yishalem, Shor, Tachat, Tashor. Right? Pay Shor for a Shor. Mm-hmm. Ma, what do you mean? Pay, pay Shor? Ma, Lalan, Mamon. Over there by the Shor, it's Mamon. Afkan, Mamon. Very good. It's money. Tachat, Tachat from Shor. My Hazit, Diyalaf, Tachat, Tachat, Mishor. Who told you to learn Tachat, Tachat from Shor? Diyalaf, Tachat, Tachat, Me Adam. Learn Tachat, Tachat from Adam. What does it say, Dikhtiv? Life for a life. Take a limb for a limb. Judge damages to damage. On the contrary. Judge man to man. No proof. Okay, what is that pasuk talking about? That is talking about somebody that right goes with a betula, ones he rapes a betula. So the pasuk says v'natana isha shochev ima la'bia na'ara hamishim kasef. He's got to pay fifty kasef tachat asher ina. So just like over there it says tachat and it's mamon. So therefore adam me adam it's adam me adam then it's zikim it's it's perfect. It's Adam damaging an Adam. The guy raped the girl that's Adam, that's Nizikim. Yeah. And what? Yeah. It's made to a man. And it's a Stachat. If it's perfect proof. Just like over there when Adam is Mazik Adam. By Nizikim, he pays money. So too, Tachat by regular Nizikim pays money. So that's the proof. Tachat, Tachat, Me'ashed. In, uh, 
תניא, ובדרייתא רבי אליעזר אומר, עין תחת עין ממש. או, ממש רק הדתך. רבי אליעזר לט ככל האני, תנאה. וואי, זה לא כמו תנאה, שהם כל הזמן מדברים עליו. נמון? אמר רבן לומר שאין שמין אותו כעבד. כל האמת היא אהההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההה
You cannot be mohel on the kids' damages because it's costing him money. That does not mean it's a tinoku. Okay, comes the next one. What happened? He chewed off the hand of a child. Okay, go uh, evaluate him. Says as a you yourself was the one that said that any type of payment that is assessed through evaluation of how much is Eved, you don't collect this in Bavid. Which means it's like a Knas. And we don't connect Knas. We don't collect Knasot in Bavid. So Gabriel says, Which means you have to know the price. We cannot posik that uh, the uh, child could 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 uh, take the could, could could gets paid, but if he takes it, you don't take it out of his hand. Which means Allah says in Bavil, you don't posik pay. This is only for Eretz Yisrael. Any evaluations only done in Eretz Yisrael would have this uh, the the high level hakemin that had semicha. So what do you have to what, what, what do you have to evaluate him for? Because in case the kid takes the money without permission of Bedin, once he takes it, he takes it. He cannot take it out of his hand. So you have to know the value just in case he takes it. No, he doesn't have to return it. Right, in case he takes more. Yeah. Then he would have to return it. Exactly. Now she says, the alas, la asri kasas, he chewed. Kola nishom ke'evid. Hu ilba davar she'en katsuvu. Because it's not a set price. You only collect things in Babil that are set price. Here it's an evaluation. Right, that's damages, what a short damage is a short. In this case, short by Adam, that a short got damaged. No, two a minute. When a man damaged the short. Mm-hmm. She says that. In this case, short by short. In this case, short. Sheba'u lo al-yadeh short. In this case, short by Adam. In this case, sheba'u lo al-yadeh Adam. Right. The short damaged the short or Adam damaged the short. Govin oto bevavim. Right, that you can collect. That's a, that's a set price. This case, Adam be Adam. Then it's ke Adam Beshor, where Shor damaged. And Adam, and Govino Tobe Bavil. Why? Because this assessment is not conclusive. You have to assess the guy how much he's worth, how much he's not worth, right? The devaluation. But. So the only reason why he told him to assess it is that the kid takes it. But we're not going to assess it as a. Understand? Mm-hmm. Which means if the guy comes to Betin, we're not going to say, yeah, you have to pay. Mm-hmm. We'll say, assess, but we're not mandating to pay it. Just in case the guy's to face, uh, the right to keep it. he takes the right, uh, the right to keep it. Okay? So Yabana says, What's the reason why the person damages man damages a man? Or a short damages a man? What's the reason why you don't collect it in Babel? Elohim ba'inan. Because the pasuk over there says it has to be judges. And judges have to be simuchin. Judges that have simicha. Vedeka, we don't have these type of judges in Babel. In this case, short, 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 short
or a Adam Dam is a short Name Elohim Bainam Vedek. It also says in the Pasuk Elohim Elamai Shena Shor Beshor Beshor Be Adam. Ela, what's the reason why it's different? But Shor Beshor and Shor Be Adam. Tishtihutayu Kaavdinan. Dehava Ahodaot Valvaot. Which means. You know why we could judge the cases when a short damage is a short? Even though it says Elohim? We are the, rep- we rabbis in Bavim are the representatives of the rabbis of Eretz Israel. They give us samchut. They give us the ability to make the judgments. Just like, like we're able to oversee cases of halvaot, of loans, and things like that, and other cases of monetary. So therefore, similarly, we're the messengers of the rabbis of Eretz Israel. So too... Which means, for that matter, on all assessment cases, where an Adam damages an Adam, let us make the cases in Bavel as a rep- as Shilihim. What is a Shilihim? She says, Elohim Ba'inan. Okay, so it says Elohim, it's referring to all these cases over here. So the Gabbara is saying, for the same reason you tell me you cannot judge Adam by Adam because it says Elohim, by Shor Bishor also says Elohim. So the Gabbara, next Rashi, Midi Dehavi Avadot Vahavaot. Dehamar Perekamad Sinanin, Dehlo Ba'inan Murhin. Over there, in, uh, when it comes to God, let's say, to loan money, if he knows he cannot go to Betin to get his money back, mm-hmm. he's not going to lend money. So they allowed the rabbis of Babel to judge those cases. How? So we come along and say, that they're working as messengers from the rabbis of Eretz Yisrael. He brings two witnesses that come along and say what? Right. Which means, guy brings two witnesses and says, listen, we're testifying, the guy admitted that he owes the money. Yeah. The Uvin admitted he owes a thousand dollars. I don't know, here's two witnesses. Now again, if you're not going to accept that in Bavim, Nobody's going to lend money again. Mm-hmm. So therefore, mm-hmm. and, and what's the mechanics, how we, how we let them judge those cases? So we say the rabbis and Eretz Israel gave them permission. Yeah. So just like they gave them permission for this, so that, and, and, and you have to say that by a regular short bishur case, because it says the word Elohim, they need to be judges, and then you say, no, the rabbis of Israel gave them uh, permission, like, so therefore, short ba'adam, or adam ba'adam, also say, the rabbis gave them permission, let them judge it in ba'adam. Amre... Things that are certain and set. But items that we don't know, like evaluations and things like that. Which means, it's $100. The guy's saying the fixed price. We know what the price is. But once already, Betty needs to calculate, then already it's a different story. So if when Adam gets damaged, you got to how much he was worth before. Happens with after that already. The rabbis did not give us some chut to the rabbis of Bet of Bavel. That she says they don't keep man. You want hachad the rabbis and the meshayme. Another answer. I'll give her questions. Amre shor be shor be shor be adam namelok lokim le begave. It's also true. Shor damage is a shor. Don't have to assess the damage. Also, an assessment. It's not a fixed price. If the short damage is three by hundred, you have to assess it. Ela puk hazeh hecha mizdabne Torah b'shuka. And what are you going to say? 
how are you going to calculate it? Go to the ox market. And you see how much an ox like this is sold. So the same thing. Go to the marketplace and see how much an is sold. Which means just like you're letting the Betin of Babel assess the ox's uh, price by going to the market. Let them assess the person's damage by going to the market. The odd. And we learned earlier that in Bavir they don't judge kefil cases and they don't judge Why not? That's set. Which is according to your answer, we have two questions. You want what it's set? Number one, kefil should be judged in Bavir. We know we don't. And Tashumar Baba Hamisha should be judged in Bavir. We know we don't. Number two, what's the difference? The way you're letting a shore be sure, letting the baby go to the market and figure it out. So do the same thing by Evid. So Gemara says, okay, different, different, different. We're going to give a different haduk. When does Betin in Israel give the rabbis of Abel permission to make Vedin? That's when it's a monetary. But not when it is a penalty. So that answers why Kefil, no. That answers why Arba'ava Hamisha, no. But it's not going to answer Adam by Adam. Adam by Adam, that's not a penalty. You're paying money because you're mamash damaged. So give us the next question. Adam by Adam, the mamona on Avich the Otayu. Adam doesn't mean that it's mamona. Adjusted better. Only on things that are common. Sure damages. That's a common item. Adam by Adam, the Loshkiah, but an Adam damaging an Adam, which is not Matsui, no Adina and Shri Otayu. No, not common. They only gave us permission. Oh, daot, halvaot, mamona de shkiyach. But mamona de lo shkiyach. The rabbis do not give some chut. Oh, vare boshe tu pegam. De shkiyach, narabit shlichutayu. What's the case of boshe de pegam? Narabit ula, let's say. She's a virgin girl. She nitpateta. She was seduced or raped, okay? Now, besides the other tashlumim, he also has to pay for the Humiliation, depending on the family and things like that. And the Pegam, because now she has uh, depreciated in her status to be sold as a Shifha. Okay? Seems a bit too loud to get sold for uh, more. Kanir'eh, a guy can sell his Shifha for more money if she's a bit too loud, if he wants to marry her off, he can get more money later, the master. So the father can sell it for more money. So that's bullshit. And Pegam. Boshit is the Bushah that you gave to the family by this Bitula situation. And the Pegam is the Pegam that now she's a Bitula, she's, she's a Bitula, she's worth less. And it seemed to give us saying that is Shkiah. That is a monetary compensation that is prevalent. How come you cannot uh, do that in Bavir? Yeah? Look at that sheep. Pegam, Shayach be honest. Umifateh, who be mkom nezik. That's the answer of the nezik. The Omdim. Right, which means person uh, will give the shifha to his uh, to his Ebed, but I guess it's, it's, he has more value if she's a bitula than a bi'ula. Right, and boshit is not a knas either. Boshit is we like we learned in the Mishnah. Kanas means it's a set price, uh, 50 shekel. Not close according to the one that got embarrassed, the family reputation, things like that. So it seems these cases were common. So the Gemara is saying, how come you don't pay the judge those cases in Bavim? 
Amre, Achename, you're right. That a papa, he did it, he did it. He collected 400 zoos in a bullshit case in Babel. Who says you don't do it? Yeah, there was a case over there where somebody embarrassed somebody, pulled his hair off, pulled his ear, and they, he made, he took it, which is bullshit cases. Up, paid in Babel. It's common, people embarrass each other in different ways. You pay it. And Pegam is by the owners in the Fateh, you pay it. Which means Nachman was collecting wanted to know if he can collect bullshit in Babel. So sent Nachman. Can I collect? So you send it back, Hizda, Hizda! Can Saika make me the Babel? What are you, collecting, uh, collecting in Babel? We don't collect bullshit in Babel. The Gemara calls it Knaf, but it's really not a Knaf. It's, it's, it, you compensate. So you see, we don't go like that, Papa. So Gemara says, So now we're back to the question. What's the reason why? Shor be shor you pay, and Adam be Adam you don't. And don't tell me that what? Shkiyah and not Shkiyah. Because these cases are shkiyah, and still we don't pay them in. Then Gemara gives the final answer. Okay, you need two things to judge in Babel. Number one, it's got to be shkiyah. And it has to be a, has to be a, out of pocket, monetary loss. If it has one of the two, meaning shkiha, below hasron kis, or hasron kis, below shkiha, we're not going to judge it. Now let's go through all the cases. Therefore, Adam be Adam, I forgot to eat be hasron kis, you damage the guy. But what? Bullshit! Well, that's shkiha. I forgot to shkiha, came to live be hasron kis. You just embarrass the guy. He didn't take any money out of his pocket. No, Avdinan Shilihutayu. No, he's just embarrassed. It's a compensation for the Biyush. But it's not like you damaged him physically where there is a Hasaron Keys. So those are the cases. So you need both. Gemara continues. Veshor, Veshor, Govin, Bebabel. We learned in the previous Gemara that if a shore damages a shore, so there's a payment, obviously, right? The owner of the shore has to pay money. So we learned earlier that that type of damages, we could judge it in Bavil. We learned in Bavil that they were limited on what type of cases the rabbis were able to judge. But shore, damaging a shore, was one of the cases where we said that they judged it in Bavil. So Gebaraz, what do you mean? Vahamarava, shore shehezik, he made a blanket statement, Rabbi. He said, Assure that damages, we don't judge these cases in Babel. The Azik man, who did the sure damage? It's talking about a case, which is a more common case, that a sure damages an Adam. Uh, which means like this Why would you tell me a case? Of Shor, the Azik Adam. That Shor gores an Adam, which is not so common. Tell me a more common case. Afidu Adam, the Azik Adam, Name in Govin Otobe Bavel. 
Tell me the better case. Tell me an Adam that's mazik Adam, which means it's more common that an Adam is mazik and Adam than a Shur is mazik Adam. So when Ravad came along and made a statement, it says Shur Shezik and Govin. Shur Shezik me. Some of the Shur Shezik and Adam, tell me how big a Tell me even the case that's prevalent. Adam Shezik Adam, you don't uh, 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 collect in uh, Bavel. Ela Pshita, Ela Mosbi Ravad was talking about the Azik Shur. Must have been sure damaged the shore. That's what Ava was talking about. The Ketani and Govin or Tobi Bavel. Oh, and it clearly says what? You don't collect it in Bavel. So we're back to the question. How did you tell me earlier that sure that damages the shore? They did collect it in Bavel. We see the quarter of they didn't. Amre Hatam Betam. It's a big difference. Which means we know that in coming the damage of shore, there's two payments. If the gore, if the shore uh, gored the first three times, it's considered a tam. Tam pays hatsinezik, pays half damages. After it goes already three times and it was warned, then it's considered a muad. It has to pay nezik shalem. We have a rule that hatsinezik is a knas. This business that if it goes three times, the guy has to pay half damages. It's a penalty. And we have another rule that says en govin knasot bevavel. That in bevavel, the rabbis did not have the ability to. Enforced to pay Knasot. So that's what Lava meant. Shor Shezik Shor En Govim Bebavel. He was referring to a Tam, because a Tam is considered a Knas payment. Mashiach and Mu'ad, Mu'ad was considered regular monetary payment in a Kramit that would be paid in Bavel. So there's two cases of Shor. You have Shor Tam, En Govim Bebavel. Shor Mu'ad, Ye Govim Bebavel. Comes again and answers, what do you mean? Ve'ama Lava, En Mu'ad Bebavel. Well, I mean, but Rav made another statement. An animal can never become a mu'ad in Babel. Why? Because to become a mu'ad, it's got to be worn three times. Meaning, it has to be a tam first. And if you came to start a tam, so therefore you have to warn it properly in bedding. So therefore, as she says, the Exactly. When it becomes a tam, you don't bring it to bedding because there's no payment. So therefore, how did it become a mu'ad? An animal only becomes a mu'ad when you warn the owner. In Betin. So what do you tell me that Mu'ad there is in Babel? It'll never become a Mu'ad. Amre de'iya'ed hatam ve'aitu ha'lehacha. What they do? Yeah, it became a Mu'ad in Eris Yisrael. And then they brought the animal to Babel. That's the case. Case where it was Mu'ad in Eris Yisrael, they brought it. Oh, that's not such a prevalent case. That's a far-fetched case. An animal became a Mu'ad in Eris Yisrael. And they brought it to Babel. And we learned on... Earlier, and things that are not prevalent and common, you told me already, which means uh, we do not uh, judge these cases. Normally we judge certain cases in Babel as representatives to the rabbis of an Eretz Yisrael. But we're only considered representatives to the rabbis of an Eretz Yisrael on, on prevalent cases. You're going to tell me now a far-fetched case where the animal became a Mu'ad in Eretz Yisrael and then came to Babel. It's a far-fetched case. Such cases we don't judge. What it says, Oh, you know the case is talking about? No, it became a Mu'ad in Babel. How? The rabbis of Eris Israel came to Babel, and they have the ability to make it a Mu'ad. So the Gemara is, Sof, Sof, Miltad, Lelo, Shkichahi. Again, I don't care who, where it became a Mu'ad. Are you saying it became a Mu'ad, that the rabbis of Israel came to Babel and made it a Mu'ad over there? Bottom line, it's still a case that is not prevalent. And you told me already earlier that cases that are not prevalent 
are not judged in Bevel. So we're back to a simple question. You said earlier that assured that damages assured, they take the payment in Bevel, they judge the case, but Ravah says no. And we don't have a scenario. Ah. You know what? You're right. When it comes to a shore, goring a shore, they don't take the payment in Bavil. Because there's no payment of knas for the tam. And it can never become a mu'ad. And if it did become a mu'ad, it's an impregnant case that's not so prevalent. Oh, so what's the case that we said shore, that was mazika shore, you pay in Bavil? It's talking about a damage of shore that's a mu'ad from the inception. There's certain damages of shore that from the first damaging, you already have to pay nizik shore. You don't need to go to the tam. What's the, what's the two cases of shor that's mu'at from the inception? Shin and regel. What is shin and regel? For example, let's say an animal rubbed up against another animal. That's the hana'ah. It had hana'ah. And as it was rubbing against the other animal, it damaged it. Okay, that's considered shin. Shin is hayav mitahilah. Or, as she brings another case, and the case of regel would be, where is the animal, let's say, pushed pushed its, uh, its friend. Sure, that was Mezika Shor. So that she says in both these cases, Beshin Venegel Kamar Kegon, Shinit Hachech Bahavero Lanato, it rubbed against its friend for Anaa, Viziko, Tahinu Tudadashin, Oshizik Shor Havero Bigufo, or damaged its friend Bigufo, Derechin Lucho, Shedahafo, pushed it, Venokivin, and it did not have Kavana. That's considered Tudadaregel. So therefore, we have a case. If somebody's going to say, when does Bavel rabbis judge? Shor shezik shor, in two scenarios. Shor, that damage in the capacity of regel, or shor, that damage in the capacity of shin. Give me the case. Shin is a type of damage that the animal has a hana'ah. For example, the animal rubbed against, uh, wants to scratch itself against another animal, and in the interim, it damaged it. That's a mu'ad mitahilah, that you have to pay full damages immediately. Or that type of case, we judge in bavel. Or let's say the animal committed the, uh, the uh, nezik of regel. Regal is what? It's a damage with the body, but without kavanah lahazik. So therefore, for example, it pushed up against uh, the animal, not, to, not, not with intention to damage, just was a crowded area, pushed up against it, and it damaged it. In those cases, they will judge them in Bavel. Good, comes the Gemara, continues. Tsa'ar. So we said in the Mishnah, Kiva'o bishfud o bimasmer. Okay. Now we get into a very, very important uh, subject over here. We learned in our Mishnah that besides the damage of nezik that you have to pay, there is a damage of tzad, you have to pay for pain. The Gemara gives the Mishnah give an example. Let's say a person singed his friend, which means he burnt his friend on his nail. Okay, that's the type of area over there that it'll heal itself. But bottom line, there was a pain. So that's considered a case of tzad without nezik. Because there's no nezik over there. The nezik, the, 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 the nail will come back. But there was pain over there. So we're learning from our Mishnah that even if there's only pain alone, even though there's no damage itself, you don't have to pay for the nail. It's not like a guy when he knocks his friend's hand off, you have to pay for the hand. Here, it's going to come back. The nail is going to regenerate itself. Good. So we have a shita from the Mishnah that says, Tsar is paid even where you're not paying for nezik. So the Gemara begins, the Gemara says, Tsar shelo bimkom nezik mishtalim. According to Amishnah, we see that even if there's tzad alone, without nezik, you pay for the tzad. As she says, Kimat itin al right? He damaged his nail, fingernail. 
Delo afchete. You didn't cause his. You didn't cause him a devaluation. Now, normally, if you knock a guy's hand off, of course he devaluates. He went up from being an Avid that was worth $10,000, now he's only worth $2,000. But if you singe his fingernail, in the market they're not going to lower his price. And still, the Mishnah is saying, but you have to pay for the pain that it's caused. So comes the Gemara and says, Mantana, who is the author of our Mishnah? Amarava ben Azaihi. It is indeed ben Azai. Detanya, we have a Braita. Now, in order to appreciate the following Dirashah, we have to know the Pasuk uh, that we're referring to over here. There is a Pasuk uh, in the uh, Torah. The Pasuk says, uh, by the laws of uh, damaging, it says, Kiviyah tahat kiviyah, Petsa tahat patsa, Habura tahat habura. It says you have to pay for kiviyah. Kiviyah is if you burn somebody. The chavot is to burn. It says kiviyah ta'at kiviyah. You have to pay for kiviyah. Petsa ta'at patsa is damages. Uh, if you cause somebody, let's say, a blemish. And habura ta'at habura. If you cause somebody a wound. So we have three different uh, situations. Al-Gibara is going to analyze the two subjects. Kiviyah and habura. Kiviyah is you burn somebody. And habura is you cause them a wound. So the Gemara says, like this, Ben Azai and Rabbi are going to learn this Pasuk differently. They learn like this, Ben Azai Udetanya, Rabbi Omer, Rabbi says, Literally those words mean, it says Kiviyah first. Ben Azai Omer, Habura Neemra Tehila. He says, no, it says Habura first. Now, we cannot misinterpret this Gemara. They're not arguing on what the Pasuk says. Everybody says it's Kiviyah first. The question is, when it says the word Kiviyah, how do I look at that word? So the B says Kiviyah Ne'emrat Tehila, which means, but just saying the word Kiviyah, it's talking about a type of burn where there's only a Kiviyah, where there's no Nizik. Which, for example, a case where you burn, let's say, on the finger, on the, on the nail. Whereas Ben Azai, when he looks at the word kiviyah, he says, no, habura It's a type of kiviyah that has a wound, that has a damage. That's the way they start off by looking at the word kiviyah. What does it imply? But Rabbi will say, kiviyah, when I look at the word kiviyah alone, kiviyah is kiviyah, that's just a burn without a damage. That's what I'm saying, you have to pay. And according to Ben Azai, no, when I look at the word kiviyah, Kiviyah means any type of burn, even a burn with a damage attached to it. What is the mahloket? What is the base of the mahloket? Rabbi Savar. Kiviyah delet pahavura mashma. When you look at the word kiviyah, kiviyah is mashma, just a burn without a damage. However, katav rahmana habura, that's why the Torah wrote the next word, habura tahatabura, legaluye ale. To reveal on what type of kiviyah we're talking about, the kiviyah the it pehavura in ilo lo, which means if I just would have said the word kiviyah alone, it would have been just a burn without a without a without a nezik. The fact that the Torah says habura, habura reveals to me what kiviyah was talking about. Only a kiviyah that has a nezik. no kiviyah the it pehavura mashma. Really, when I see the word kiviyah, it means a kiviyah burn with a habura. Katav Rahmana Habura, that's Torah wrote Habura, 
That's why the Torah wrote Habura to tell me, no, even if it just would have said Kaviya, Kaviya means a burn. Ben Azai's starting point is a burn even with a damage. Kaviya even with a nezik. Oh, so no more do I need the word Habura for. If you tell me even a burn with a, with a damage, damage is written. Habura comes and teaches me, no, that that which I told you Kaviya is Kaviya even without a damage, which means Kaviya alone. So comes out, we have a fantastic mahluk according to this, between Rabbi and Ben Azai, exactly how to learn. I repeat, Ben Azai is learning what? When I see the word Kiviyah, Kiviyah means uh, every type of it. Kiviyah dafka with a habura. Kiviyah dafka with a nizik. For example, you burnt the guy's hand off or something like that. Oh, that's what it says, habura. Habura is about a mamasha nizik. So must be, this is Nezik, what was Kiviyat talking about? Oh, Kiviyat must have been talking about uh, damage without a Nezik. Oh, that's, and that's Amishnah. That's what that says, that if you, if you burn somebody's nail, so you're going to be Hayav and Sa'ar. Masha'ek and according to the Bini, he says, no, when I look at the word Kiviyat, Kiviyat means a burn alone. Oh, what does Habura teach me? That No, that what I told you, Kiviyat is a Kiviyat that has a Habura. But a Kiviyat that's only a burn, that's only a, a without a Habura, You'll be patur. So says, so comes that Al Mishnah's learning, two things come out. Comes that Al Mishnah's like Ben Azai, which is a problem because we'd rather make Al Mishnah like Nabi, because Nabi was really the author of the Mishnayot. And second of all, the way you learn the Mahlokit is, it's not mashma in what they said. Why? Let me tell the outside first. Rabbi said, Kiviyan That was Rabbi's statement. Now, Kiviyan literally means, when the word, when the Torah said the word kiviyah, it meant kiviyah alone. And then Habura changed it. So, when you say the words kiviyah ni'imrat tehillah, that's not his maskana. His maskana is changed when the word Habura is written to tell me, no, kiviyah was written alone. It's only kiviyah. Oh, Habura comes to you. No, it's only kiviyah with Habura. So therefore, the Rabbi, that language that you said, Kiviyan Ne'emrat Ta'ala, is not your maskana. You don't hold that lemaaseh. So why did you say Kiviyan Ne'emrat Ta'ala? You should have said, Kiviyan Ne'emrat Ta'ala. So therefore, the Gemara is going to challenge it on two standpoints. Number one, we don't want to make a Mishnah like Ben Azai. And two, the language that they said is not mashma because they don't hold like that. Which means that which you say, Kiviyan Ne'emrat Ta'ala, is only in the Havamina. But once the word Habura is written, they really hold Kiviyah is only with the Habura. So why do you say Kiviyah ne'imrat tahila? It's really not. It's Kiviyah the Habura ne'imrat tahila. So the Habura says, Matkif la papa adraba. Ibcha mistabra. Oh, it makes more sense to say the opposite. Rabbi Yomir Kiviyah ne'imrat tahila. What did he mean when he said those words Kiviyah ne'imrat tahila? Savar Kiviyah de'it pe Habura mashma. Exactly. We hold that what? That when it says the word Kiviyah, it means with a habura. Kiviyan imrat tehira. Katav rahmana habura. So that's why the Torah wrote habura le gelui ale te kiviyan delet be habura. Which means when when Rabbi made the statement that when Rabbi made the statement kiviyan imrat tehira, he meant to say that what that all types of kiviyan kiviyan imrat which he holds the maaseh. Kiviyan imrat tehida, meaning, Yamala, I read again, Rabiyomet, Kiviyan imrat tehida, sabar, Kiviyan itpa habura mashma. It's mashma, really, that what? That it's talking about even a 
Chabura, when it says the word Kiviyah. To teach me what? The Geluya Ale. No, that the Kiviyah that we mentioned in the beginning, the Kiviyah delit be Chabura. And that's what the Oz Lebaase, Kiviyah delit be Chabura. And that's why his statement makes sense. Kiviyah ne Imrat Tehila, meaning only Kiviyah. And if Amishnah is Rabbi, that only a burn alone with Tsa'ar alone without a, uh, without a Nizik. And Ben Azai says the opposite. Ben Azai says, no, Chabura ne Imrat Tehila. That's what he holds. That only a kiviyah with a habura. Why? Because you're savar kiviyah delit be habura mas. Because you know that when you see the word kiviyah in the Torah, it's mas be kiviyah alone. Ketiv rachman achabas when the Torah says habura later on. Legeluya alid kiviyah deit be habura in ilo lo. The amaskana kaime. Those words amaskana kaime is is that Rabbi's statement kiviyah neimrat tehila is his maskana. He also it's only talking about a kiviyah and 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 Ben Azai's statement habura neimrat tehila. Is his maskana that he holds only a kiviyah with a habura, and therefore comes out Am Mishnah is going to be following the shita of Rabbi. Let's review this outside now, which was the Gemara at a starting point. What was the Gemara starting point? The starting point is you told me a case in the Mishnah, tsar. What tsar? You have to pay tsar, pain. Didn't give me a case where the guy burnt the person's hand off. Burnt the person's hand off, then already. That's the damages you have to pay for the hand, you have to pay for the tzar. Mishnah gave an interesting case. You, you, you cause tzar on his fingernail. And that's a tzar without nizik. Because the, 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 the fingernail will regrow. I don't have to pay for the fingernail, that will regrow back. So who's the rabbi that says, tzar is paid without nizik? So the Gemara says, I thought to say ben azai. The Gemara is not. It's no hard to say that Mishnah is ben azai. We're going to reverse it and say the Mishnah is going like rabbi. Let's give you the bottom line. How is it like the B? Torah says, Kiviyah tahat kiviyah. Habura tahat habura. Kiviyah is a burn. Burning, kiviyah. Habura is mamasha wound. So kiviyah, basically the Torah is saying you have to pay for tsa'ar. If you burn somebody, you've got to pay for the tsa'ar of the guy. And uh, if you habura, you're damaged, you've got to pay for the damages. Oh, so I got two things. I got tsa'ar of it, kiviyah, and I got damages. So the B looks at the pasuk, he says like this, when I see the word kiviyah, the word zmashma, you burn somebody where there was damages. It's a case of burning with damages. But wait, it says already damages by habura. So it must be kiviyah is talking about even without damages. Oh, he's the author of Amishnah. Ben Azai looks at the word kiviyah. He says, no, kiviyah zmashma only in the case, only in the case where there's Tsa'ar uh, alone. Oh, comes the word Habura to tell me, no, only in a case where there is a Habura with it. But in a case where there's Tsa'ar alone, you don't have to pay. So therefore the Mishnah cannot be like Ben Azai. So it's a mahloket between Rabbi and Ben Azai, Harul and the Pesukim. And we're going to work it out that Amishnah can be following the Shita of Rabbi. Comes Gemara continues. Iname. Or I can say another option. Oh, I can tell you when I read the word kiviyah in the Torah, it's all cases. Whether it's a case where there is a habura or there's no habura, meaning whether there is nizik or no nizik. So what's the machlokal over between the B and Ben Azai? Bichlal ufrat hamiruhakim zemize kamepalge. Rabbi Savar, in Danin Oto Bechlal Ufrat, 
ובן עזאי סבא דנין אותו בכלל ופרט. אוקיי, let's go back and review one of the 13 ways we דורש את התורה. One of the 13 ways we דורש את התורה is in a כלל פרט. How does a כלל פרט work? כלל פרט works, you have a generality and then you have a specific. The law is, the generality only includes what the specific is. It's a very narrow דרשה. כלל is general, everything. But then this is a פרט. אין בכלל אלא מה שבפרט. The klal only includes what the plot is talking about. That's it. Nothing, nothing more. Now, in this pasuk over here, you can, if you wanted to, say there's a klal plot over here. Klal is what? The klal says, kiviyah. Kiviyah is mashma, any type of burden. Whether there is a nezik with it, whether there's no nezik with it, it's a klal. But then it says, the next line, haburah. Habura is a prat, only a type of kibiyah that has a habura, it's a klal prat. So if you learn a klal prat, then limit the kibiyah only to a case of what? Where there is a habura. But if there's no habura, you don't have to pay tsar. But if you don't learn klal prat, so then already the, the klal is coming to include everything. Now why wouldn't you learn klal prat? Because this is not a conventional klal prat. Because this is called the klal prat hamiruhak. Because there's something in between the words kiviyah and habura. Petza, tahat patza. There's words in between. And if you have to learn it, if you can learn a klal prat, you got to learn the klal is over here and skip over a couple of words in the pasuk and get to the prat at the end. So we're going to hold like this. Rabbi is going to hold. We don't make klal prats like this. You, know, you don't make a klal at the beginning of the pasuk and the prat is all the way at the end of the pasuk with words in between. So therefore, when it says kibiyah, it means everything. It means uh, ben, where there was a nezik, where there wasn't a nezik. That means even if you damage the guy in his fingernail, you have to pay for the tzad. Kibiyah means everything. Ben Azad is going to say, no, I got a cloud prat over here. What, what kind of cloud prat? Kibiyah is coming to include everything. Oh, but it's habura, later on, at the end. Habura means only a type of tzad where there was a habura to it. Oh, and that's a cloud prat, even though it's miruhak, meaning it's distance from each other, still Ben Azai learns it. So that's the, an alternate way of making the Mishnah like Rabbi and hinging the Mahloket between them on how to learn a cloud prat that is Miruhak. Now, according to Rabbi, however, we have one last question. Good, so Kiviyah means everything. Ben Nezek, Ben Habura, whether, whether the Tzahar has a Nezek to it or no. If that's the case, we don't need the words Habura to be written at all. Because if you're telling me, you told me everything already in the beginning. Kibiyah, you, you paid tsar for the burn, whether there is a nizik, whether there's no nizik. What is Habura coming to teach me? Bishlam, according to Ben Azaid, what Habura is coming to limit when I pay sa'ar. I only pay sa'ar when there's a Habura. But according to Rabbi, that says you always pay sa'ar whether there's a Habura or not, that I learned from the word Kibiyah, what is the word uh, uh, Habura coming to teach you? So the Gibra says, Vichitim, Habura, the Rabbi, Lamali. Oh, that's the question. For extra payments. Why does that mean extra payments? So look at that sheet, the way that she learns. It's about uh, 10 lines down. She. Wow. I would have thought that when a guy gives somebody tsa'ar, let's say on his fingernail, or even if he gives tsa'ar, let's say on another part of the body, whether it's tsa'ar, I would have thought just from the word kiviyah, you only pay for tsa'ar. You don't have to pay for nezik. Hadush. 
Kamash Malan, the word Habura, to say, no, with it's Sa'ar and Nezik, you have to pay for both. For some reason, I would have thought that if a guy gives somebody Tsar, pay for the Tsar and you're covered, which is strange. But that's what I was saying the other meaning was. That's why if it's just a word that Kibiyah, I would say, you only pay for Tsar. That's why it says Habura to teach me, no, with it's Tsar, with a Habura as well, with it's pain and damage, you have to pay for Damim Yatirim, you have to pay for, uh, you have to pay for both. Let's read the top Rashi. Rabbi Savar Emdani. Hachan Ami Kibiyan de Imrat Tehila Klal. When it says the word Kibiyan de Pasuk, that's a generality. The Kibiyan Mashma Ben Shiyesh Ima Habura, Ben Shiyin Ima Habura. The Kibiyan includes all types of uh, burns, all types of tsar, whether there is a Habura with it, whether there is not. Viava Habura Samichle. Now, if the word Habura would have been next to it, Havi Darshi Habura Prat. Ve'en bechlal ela mashi beprat. Now we're learning the klal prat. Yes, ima habura in, in ima habura lo. Only for that habura. Hashda dekdi petsa ben time, but this this is this is there's words in between. It says petsa taat petsa lo dayinan. Exactly. So therefore, we don't judge it. So therefore, the bees not going to learn the klal prat. Therefore, the kiviyah is referring to all types of tsar. Baruch Adonai Olam. Amen.